Welcome to the Every Movie Ever podcast. My name is Ben Groves. And my name is Rob McFarlane. And how are we doing on this sunny Sunday afternoon? I'm actually, afternoon? Morning. Well, morning. Don't be fucking wishing my Sunday away, son. Well, by the, time right, I, by the time this comes out, it'll be evening. So I thought I'd split, you know. It will. Yeah, I'm doing good, man. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I've got a burn on my elbow from work where I was... It's not your elbow. It's more the back of your arm. It's back like of my arm. tried the elbow <laughs> and missed. I was sort of um, fisting the oven to try and get something out the back. And the mm. ovens at work are mad deep because obviously they're like the size of a fridge, but a bit deeper. Okay. And yeah, just just the door like swung just that little bit more back where it was a t-shirt. And I was like, oh, ah, motherfucker. No one at work gave a shit because they've all like... <laughs> <laughs> they all like pour chip fat oil down their legs for a laugh. So, what fun! Right, hey. it's it's almost like that entire industry is held back by decades of like hundreds of years of tradition and just toxic masculinity. Yeah. Oh yeah, I chopped yeah. my arm off once. Give a shit. Uh, it is really funny. <laughs> I uh, I put my hands into a chip into a chip fryer. That was mm-hmm. really fun. These people are the people that we trust in kitchens, surrounded by all the equipment that they've used to do this dumb shit. They trust people like me to prepare your food. No, I don't trust you to prepare my food. <laughs> this is why whenever we're together, we order in. <laughs> what, are we doing to, what are we doing today, Ben? Today, we're carrying on with Jeff Bainer's series. We are doing The Little Hours. Ooh. I Ooh. am very excited about this one. Are because you? I know that this isn't going to be... I, in fact, no, I thought that... that initially, I thought you weren't going to like this. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, you know what? Maybe you will. And we're going to get into into why shortly. We'll get into why shortly. Tell people but, what it's about. All right, let's do a little synopsis. I'll do the synopsis from like IMDb. Yeah. And yeah, then you yeah. give me your rundown of the film. IMDb ones tend to be like nine hours long, but we'll... we'll, we'll, we'll... It's literally two sentences. Okay, good. That's, that's a, a rare change. In the Middle Ages, a young mm-hmm. servant fleeing from his master takes refuge at a convent full of emotionally unstable nuns. Mm-hmm. Introduced as a deaf mute man, he must fight to hold his cover as the nuns try to resist temptation. Yes. I don't agree with this. I think that's the most PG way of writing the synopsis yeah, yeah, of this yeah, movie yeah. ever. That's but yeah, I agree. It kind of sums it up. It kind of sums it up. Let me sum it up better. This is a uni student's version of a carry on film written on the back of like a sexy nun Halloween costume package. Oh, sexy nun uniform, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it's it's everything you liked about Carry On without the comedy, and crowbarring in some sort of ooh, isn't this transgressive and deep? So that's my initial. That's my initial. It rice cakes. This film is rice cakes. This film is rice cakes. Yeah, you remember how Life After Beth was a corner shop sandwich. If you're hungry sure. for a film, the first half, you'll be like, oh, this slaps. And then the second half, you'll be like, 
Oh, it's a bit soggy. You've been working in a kitchen too long, man. Everything's right. about food now. You're using these food references. <laughs> no, 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 like, no. I'm going to go, oh, every, I get this. Every Jeff Boehner <laughs> movie, um, I'm, I'm doing towards food for some reason. Sure. What was Joshy? Um, Joshy was like a nice hearty meal. Joshy was like a, a nice, nice warm meal. comfort, okay. you know, like a nice, like a... Like a mac and cheese. Like a mac and cheese or your mum's Sunday roast, you know? Ooh, I do love a good Sunday roast. Right. This is rice cakes. I don't like where this is going. It's, te- it's technically food, but it's just <laughs> not enjoyable. Fuck off. <laughs> like you, technically you, food is technically. the fucking worst way that you could describe <laughs> this film ever. Technically food. Fuck it's, Do you know me. what? There's nothing to dislike. You know? That's the cinema equivalent of medium talent. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you've summed it up perfectly. It's it's you know, I I, I right. can't I can't hate this film. You can't. I can't hate this film because it's just it's just silence coloured in. It's the Enya of comedies. Right. See, this is where I thought it. I, see, this is me being foolish. I thought that you would enjoy this aspect of this comedy. Right. I thought you would enjoy it being very subtle quite wordy set in the 1340s being based on a fucking novella yeah yeah from the right. 1340s <laughs> everything about this film yeah. has got rob would love this written all over it right and 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 exactly that right you remember that i like listened to block party the other the other day and i was like yeah these guys are all right because I, I heard block party about two weeks ago for the first time in a few years yeah and you're like Oh, actually, I can see why people were raving about this. But at the time, yeah. people were like, you should listen to this. You're going to love it. It'll be your favorite band of the world. And I was like, fuck off and die. Mm. I hate it. I didn't do that with this film. I did. The, it, was okay. a weird, it was a weird thing the other way around. As I was watching it, I was like, I think, and where this is useful for our, you trying to sell me on your movie taste dynamic, mm-hmm. is you're right. This is everything I should love along the terms of how we understand what we enjoy about each other's films, right? Yeah. You said I like wordy, intellectual, subtle, dry things. Mm-hmm. And I've kind of agreed with that because that kind of sounds right. Yeah, Magnolia. You've, you've, give, <laughs> you've given me... You've given me... So your face then. <laughs> <laughs> the sheer rage of like, I'm genuinely trying to be like deep and meaningful yeah, and all yeah, you're doing yeah. is throwing a fucking Magnolia in there. Yeah, yeah, Sorry, yeah. that was my bad. I was watching this film and I was like, by the terms which we've agreed, this is what I enjoy. You know, I showed you Locke, right? Mm -hmm. A traffic report of a film and deliberately so to push you over the edge of like, let's see how, let's see how long this guy can hold his breath before he drowns in depth and and wordiness. Mm -hmm. I was watching this and I fucking drowned in it and I was like, I think I fundamentally misunderstand what films I like because I don't like this and I should. So you nailed the brief with this film. Thank you. It's based on a 13th century collection of short stories written by a transgressive Italian poet um, called the Decameron. A 13th century collection of short stories. Um, A novella. There we go. Um, based around the idea of people coming together in like a coaching inn. So they're all traveling and they're all sharing stories. So on different days, the book's organized into days mm-hmm. and stories that are told that night by the people. And this is yeah. this is based on one of those stories. Um, and it's about Masetto in the, in the convent. Day three. Day three, there we go. Um, I can't remember the name of the author and I studied on this. Giovanni 
Boccaccio. Oh, Boccaccio, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, <laughs> I don't know if it's Decameron or Decameron, and I think it's the Decameron. I'm going to go with Decameron because it's far... Because Decameron, because it's such a Tory. Easier for me to say. Dave Cameron's your favourite Prime Minister. Decameron is going to take me a moment every time I think about how to say it. Yeah, yeah, because you're northern. Not northern. He's like, oh, Prime Minister, yeah, he's Decameron. Think about Decameron, right? Cameron joke, right? Yeah. (laughs) And it's it's very good. I appreciate it. It's brilliant. It's 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 not as good as Magnolia, though, is it? So we shouldn't repeat it every episode. Northern enough to be. No. Oh, that's Decameron. Mediocre even in your geography. Just middle middle ground. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just middle, middle of ground. In every... Aggressively um, middle. So yeah, it it was it was based on something that, you know, okay, that's a that's a good that's a thing that I'm interested to see adapted. Mm-hmm. Uh doing it with contemporary attitudes and um dialogue. Interesting as well. Yeah. Um on paper, this is the perfect me film. In execution, rice cakes. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. I can see that. What? Okay. What? What was your? What was your vibes on this? I really like this film. Right. I know not many people did, but I I really like the the subtlety of it. I quite like how gentle it is. It's not. Yeah. It's not massively in your face and over the top about everything. It's a very slow no, burn. It no. starts off really fucking relatively boring. There's lots of prayers. Mm. There's lots of like. Yeah. Uh, development. I mean, I say it starts off uh, boring. Development. Yeah, I mean, you get you get uh, Masetto. You get some sketches. Masetto's story's fun. You get you introduced to uh, Nick Offerman. Nick Offerman in this film, it's fucking is amazing, a fucking genius. I will fuck you where you breathe. <laughs> I will fuck you where you breathe. He's just Nick Offerman's on a right on a. Uh, I'm watching The Last of Us at the moment. Mm. And I know that the episode with him has been controversial. No, shut up. I haven't seen any episode. So, But I'm, mm, I'm just... Mm, bear that in mind. Mm. I've sent you links like multiple times to reputable backup sites on the internet yeah. where people have peer-to-peer uploaded their content so that they don't lose it that they legally own. Yeah. And... It's very... Yeah, how sweet of them. <laughs> it's very yeah, safety yeah, conscious. Yeah, right. Fantastic. Very safety conscious. And uh, I could just... just Watch The Last of Us, man. Just watch The Last of Us. I want to. I love the games, but just don't spoil it for me. All right, send me the links and I'll do it today. I've got a bit of time today and I'll watch, watch them. Yeah. For but we're introduced to Nick Offerman, whose wife is fucking the servant, who is mm. uh, Dave Franco. Yeah. And it's it's that's, it's no like big overarching no. thing. There's no, no like no, big no, no. showboaty no stuff. Yeah, it's literally... A conspiracy theorist rambling on in <laughs> some mental <laughs> thing, being sort of like, they're coming for us. We're going to lose everything. Enjoy your lavish lifestyle because it's all going away. <laughs> and then it immediately cuts to this fucking conspiracy theory whilst she's fucking the servant. It's amazing. It's just mm, dumb shit yeah, like that yeah. I really fucking buy into. And it just it just gets me. Yeah. It's the fast I... cuts in the slow moving stuff. And then when you get to the end of the movie, you figure out that Aubrey Plaza is a witch and her and her friend are trying to convert the other nuns to be witches. Yeah. They're performing like fertility rituals in, in the woods with like yeah. sacrifices and everyone's dancing around in like a, a big naked orgy scene. It kind of it blows up in ways you don't expect it to blow up, right? If I the start of this film I didn't expect a witch orgy where they're trying to No. 
perform fertility rituals on Dave Franco. I didn't see that one coming, if I'm honest with you. But I think if you were going to make a comedy about women in the 1300s, mm. your two character roles being nuns or witches mm-hmm. is not the greatest leap of imagination. So, you know, the back of the DVD, I'm like, this is going to slap. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. It's going to go. It's going to be an interesting, fresh look at this, that, or the other. And I don't think there was anything particularly fresh about it. And I think... You didn't like Kate Micucci, who was secretly a Jewish lesbian. But I mean, it's just the it's the first it's the first port of call, isn't it? Oh, she's a nun, but what if she's actually a Jewish lesbian? It's like, well, all right, carry on up the convent. Like, Let's not carry I, on. That's Wolf of Wall Street. Henry Zabrowski taught us that all nuns are lesbians in the Wolf of Wall Street. Right, there we go. And in this movie, it holds true. Well, sixty. So, so this is a movie written by Zabrowski. No, but it could have been because that's the level of like imaginative genius yeah <laughs> ooh, ooh. <laughs> you can say what you want about henry zabrowski he is my fucking spirit animal mm-hmm. mm. Mm. it says a lot mm. mine's a dormouse apparently according to pottermore.com according to what the harry potter fan website fuck me find out I what did... your patronus is Right. <laughs> I regret the start in this conversation. Yeah. I also kind of want to do mine. What is it? <laughs> uh, no, don't. It takes like 50 minutes. It's Are you being serious? You put, you put time. I thought it was like a thing where you click it, a roulette wheel shows up, and it's like, it's a moose. I am a good brother, and she's a lot younger than me. And when she wasn't very old, she wanted to sit down and find out. And I was like, yes, of course I can. I didn't realize I was going to be fucking held hostage Jesus for 50 Christ. minutes, asking a fucking Myers Briggs questionnaire while Literally. jk rowling fucking data mined my life <laughs> yeah yeah. Uh, national insurance number brilliant yeah, exactly. um, yeah, yeah. city you were born in what are your thoughts on gender <laughs> <laughs> do you have a twitter no fantastic no, all right i can great. cash in on this one <laughs> <laughs> filling out the personal information there's no prefer not to say on the gender box <laughs> <You will answer. laughs> Fuck me, that's funny. Yeah, so no, it was this. It, like I say, I, I can't hate this film. It was a film. Yeah, it's not. It's not designed to be sort of like a big change of life film. It's a. It's a weird niche mm. independent movie that wanted to kind of poke fun at the church in the 1300s for some reason, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, but I, f- I feel like so in the original story, mm. Masetto isn't hiding from anybody. He's just a horny fucker, right? He gets mm. his way into the church by being a gardener because he finds out there's a job going. Mm-hmm. Starts shagging about, knocking one on with ev- every one of the nuns. Yeah. Gets them all pregnant, including the abbess. Mm-hmm. Right? That was in 1200 whatever, 13th century, right? Mm-hmm. 600 years later, if your raunchy comedy is less transgressive against the Catholic Church than an Italian in the 1300s, Mm-hmm. You've kind of made a few missteps. Like, it's a lot kinder to the Catholic Church. <laughs> so what you're saying is is that it's not faithful to the book. It's not yeah, faithful yeah. enough it's to the book down. for you. It's watered down right, yeah, filth, yeah. Ben. <laughs> the 2017 comedy movie isn't yeah, faithful yeah. to the 1300s I'm not saying novella. not faithful. I'm saying it's got fewer teeth. It's got right. fewer teeth. But it has to. Because what do you I mean not, it has to? Because who fucking reads the the the, the Cameron now? Who who reads that? That would appeal to like four people. You being one of them. I'm not saying and you don't a, even I'm go not, to the fucking cinema. I'm saying I'm saying <laughs> I'm saying go further than a guy. Yeah, but years the thing ago. is, no one knows the source material. 
No one, no one's read this book. Like no one since about fifteen hundred. You've you got it confused with the word source material. I'm not talking about faithfulness. I'm talking about bollocks. Yeah, he had more bollocks as a Catholic man. Yeah, yeah in yeah. his time. Yeah, like, yeah. That was the Definitely. church at the time. Yeah, was fucking huge. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. agreeing with me, so I know you've got some hilarious. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just off. waiting for this sentence to so end. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna <laughs> keep the sentence going. Long enough yeah, no, no, you no. begin to question your life choices. The guy in the 1300s who was part of that culture, who everyone was living through that time, who everyone would understand everything that he was writing about. And then in 2017, mm. when they're writing a comedy mm. based on it, no one yeah. in 2017 is going to know what the fuck it's based on. Oh, no, you're right. You're right, actually. That's one of the things I, I found really difficult about Star Wars is I'm just not part of a culture exactly. where there's Jedi and an empire. And this is why Empire is your favorite one. So it just failed fundamentally as a yeah. movie, the Star Wars movies, because I, I just wasn't immersed. I wasn't familiar enough with the source material. That's a bullshit argument. There was no source material. Yeah, exactly. I had exactly. to learn about it at the time. Exactly. You could have learned about. I could have learned but about. But you're the saying world. that you could have learned about this through the 2017 movie, but it wasn't as bitey as the 1347 book. I'm, so, I'm <laughs> saying it. It it's it's an achievement to be less controversial than someone in the 1300s. Fuck me! How milk toast a film must you make for someone to be like in the 1300s more of a mm-hmm. punk than you? I think it's different things, don't it? Look at the church back then, though. The church back then is like. The be all end all, you know what I mean? Like it is literally down to yeah, fucking. Yeah, it's the institution. You yeah. can have a roof over your head. You have food yeah. every day. Totally. I mean, you got to do a bunch of bullshit, you know, like pray and, you know, pretend to be a good person. Yeah, but I mean, how appealing in the 1300s is the idea of this not being all you get? You're born into a peasant class, into serfdom, mm. monarchy, and you're like, cool, so what's my job? They're like, you move this human feces from the toilet. Mm-hmm. to outside the city okay mm. cool and then and then is there career development like no 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 you do that we'll give you a bit of bread mm-hmm. and just do that until you die you don't or, wash your hands though you eat the bread with the hands. shitty fingers and then yeah, that exactly. way we don't have to pay you yeah, bread yeah. for much longer and then the church comes along and goes don't worry there's nothing you can do to change your circumstances except mm-hmm. when you die as mm. long as you don't kill yourself yeah it's all going to be better fuck me i'd sign up to that yeah 100 percent a hundred percent, because we needed it back then. You don't need Tom. <laughs> yeah, you don't need Tom Cruise selling me on that. You don't need a fucking Sea Org. There was a Magnolia joke there, but I held it back. Good, thank Good. you. You're welcome. You're welcome. What? If you're watching all the Tom Cruise movies at the moment, I am watching Tom Cruise movies at the moment. I fucking love him. I'm not even, like unironically, I love that man. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we need it nowadays. I think they had to. If they were to bring out a movie that was sort of aimed at, ah. The church, it'd be, we're all fucking heathens. You know what I mean? I yeah. think we've sort of grown past the time of needing needing the church in the same way as we did back then. So you are right. It's not as biting now. But I also think that it, for it to be as biting, you'd have to like, I don't know, church shootings, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I yeah, don't... Yeah. Starring the band members from Mayhem. Just like... Fast and the Furious 11. Let's get biblical. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's just yeah. them fucking throwing Bibles at each other out the side of Ford Mustangs. <laughs> <laughs> you see? That's a film I'd watch. See, I'd watch that too now, but I get, right. I do get what you're saying. But I also think and, it's and, hard for it to do that in 2017 when the church is in no way, it has no standing the same that it used to. Obviously, it's like a huge fucking powerhouse, enormous, well, you know, whatever. You say that. But it's a different, 
it's a different kettle of fish now. You know what they I mean? They don't. They don't. They don't need all that because they have heroin, which is the I would argue the <laughs> they number have one heroin. They have heroin, which is the number one recruitment tool for the church. What do you <laughs> What do you mean? Because the well, if you get if you become a mad heroin addict, there are two ways out: Kurt Cobain and the Catholic Kurt, Church. Kurt, <laughs> Kurt, Kurt, well, Kurt Cobain, kill yourself, right? Sure, or or die through drug use. Mm-hmm. Or get clean and replace it with the church. The number of people I know who are now mad Christians because God helped them get clean. Oh, I kind of get this. The whole, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole isn't like the AA isn't part of that. Oh, the AA is, the first step of AA is admit that there is a higher power. So literally, you can't attend the meetings until you're like until they're like right. First step, um, just a little one. Just um, believe in God. Yeah, yeah, just change cool. your entire fundamental and they've, beliefs. They've, they've softened it now, and they're like, it doesn't have to be a Christian God. It just has to be something more powerful than you. You have to believe in. And I believe in Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's more powerful than me. He is more powerful than you. He could crush you like a Coke can betwixt yeah. his little finger and thumb. Yeah, he could, he could literally glance at me the wrong way and I'd break a femur. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you're fine. You're fine. You wouldn't end up, end up goddy. But yeah, don't do drugs, kids. You end up a Christian. <laughs> i kind of get that man okay yeah that or the gym those are the two things the gym like you you look at trent reznor when he got off cocaine and heroin yeah and he did a new album and it was all right it wasn't as good as the stuff no, when wasn't. he was spiking up stop it. um but he came back like a tuna can of a man just wider than he yeah. was tall <laughs> just was like john yeah. west of a man like <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah i yeah. get that i get that so you, you do jim or do you do you do jod that's those are the two <laughs> <laughs> fucking i hate that joke i hate that i found it that funny <laughs> jim or jod <laughs> are there elements in this movie that you did like though like uh, yeah we've I gone mean... through like why it wasn't your cup of tea which is fine because this film isn't going to be many people's cups of tea because it's essentially <laughs> just the juxtaposition of having a bunch of flawed characters yeah in a in like a, a covent in a monastery is it a monastery mm. i don't know religious terms it's a convent in a convent there you go yeah, yeah. it's not gonna be everyone's cup of tea it will be everyone's cup of dash i don't know what dash is it's just very lightly flavored um water dash uh, uh, You're uh, such what? a posh boy. Oh, like, uh, no, wait, what's the other one? Lacroix. I'm going posher with the French one, Lacroix. The one that's like, it's sparkling water with just the tiniest hint of fruit. Basically, it tastes like someone burped an orange into you. Appletizer. Just say appletizer. Appletizer's way, way more flavor than the ones I'm talking Volvic, about. Volvic, lemon and lime. Again, way more flavor. Then my knowledge Take- is run out. I don't know what, if it's not available in the fucking co-op round the corner. I don't know what we're talking about. No, all right, it's not. It's not. <laughs> this is this is this is some premier waitress shit. It's awful. It basically takes like somebody burped in your drink. I think if I tried to walk into a waitrose, they'd just slap me with a benefits form and be like, Get the "Fuck out." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they would, and I am gl- yeah. glad of that. Yeah, yeah, you nearly said glad. I'm sure they don't have disabled access in waitrose because they don't want the customers feeling sad. That's just how bad waitrose are with their classism. I actually know what you're on about, though. The, the yeah. one waitrose that I went to before, it was up like seven steps, and I was like, "This yeah, is not yeah, fun. Yeah. This is not yeah, fun." Yeah. And the, uh, over those seven steps, it's just down seven steps. It's just a filter <laughs> to keep wheelchair And then over out. that, there is three turnstiles that you have to get through, but they are incredibly narrow. Yeah, incredibly <laughs> narrow. Yeah. They're just like, we only want the beautiful and the rich. In oh, here. my God. 
yeah, Where, yeah. What are we talking about here? Oh, yeah, the good stuff of the film. Give me the, the good, good stuff, stuff of the film. Yeah. Uh, it is incredibly shot. Right. How beautiful is the opening sequence? It's a beautiful, beautiful film. Yeah. And it is possibly the widest film I have <laughs> yeah, ever seen. Yeah. It is the, the aspect ratio is sort of like... 1920 wide and four high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like 332,000 wide, 1080 yeah, yeah. high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's mainly because most of the actors in this film spend most of their time on their back. And so this most accurately captures missionary position sex. Maybe. There is a lot yeah. of sort of like horizontal shots. Yeah. Well, I mean, of course, there's a lot of horizontal shots, but the, the aspect ratio demands it. There's not that much sex in it, though, really. I can imagine Just Jeff Bain behind the camera being like, "Can you can you crouch a little bit more? <laughs> Just a little bit more, a little bit more." I'm still cutting the top of your head off, Jeff. Did we need to shoot in this aspect ratio? It's art. God damn it! <laughs> it is shot fucking beautifully, though. It is beautiful, and the soundtrack is lovely. The cast, the cast are oh, uh, the well soundtrack. Cut. Sorry, just just to cut you back one mm. sec. The fucking soundtrack is magic. Yeah. It's literally magic. It's like if you were to play a D and D campaign to this soundtrack, it would be the most fun fucking thing ever. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like pixies and elves fucked a mandolin. I mean, that's a, yeah. That that for some reason just I I took a very literal interpretation of how that would sound. It's just like doing <laughs> yeah. with a few and more like sparkles, you know, like the little Dan Haggerty elves. Nazi in one of our early episodes on Yeah, Elves of course you take something whimsical and turn it into Nazis. Yeah, why wouldn't you? Why this is why we can't have nice things. All right. <laughs> this is why we can't do nice things. No, the soundtrack's good. Uh the cast I'm split on the cast because I think they all act very well, but I think they're the reason this film doesn't work. I lay all of the blame exclusively at their feet. Okay. Because there's fucking loads of them. It's like the polyphonic spree, right? Or the polyphonic brie, if you will. <laughs> Alison Brie. <laughs> so There's loads stupid. of them. <laughs> yeah. And Jeff Boehner's method is very much map out a script. It has hmm. to go start here, end here, via here. We're going to get to point C via points A and B. Yep. You improvise along the way, and that's where the comedy is. Mm-hmm. Basically, he's a great writer with shit jokes. And so he, he, he outsources his jokes to the cast fundamentally the disagree of... but <laughs> no, continue. I I'm, being, I'm being i'm being a cunt i know um continue <laughs> but if you've got a cast like the cast of joshy where yeah. their improvisational skills are really good because they're all snl level they're also all male you continue should. don't make this a don't make this a fucking feminist <laughs> no 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 it's fine you were talking about how you hated female comics <sighs> so what well, did you think I of ghostbusters answer see... the call rob <laughs> Is that what it's called? Ghostbusters answer the call. This is called Ghostbusters. I only found that out yesterday. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I know. Do you, what, do you know what annoyed me about Ghostbusters answer the call? Is bef- before it came out, all the anti <laughs> anti woman misogyny against it. I was like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Melissa McCarthy's the funniest person that's ever walked the face of this planet. It's Kristen gonna be Wiig, incredible. Same. Kristen Wiig. And then it came out, and it was shit. For all the different, all the yeah. all like the normal reasons, and all the misogynists went, "See, told you." I was like, "Fuck off!" Told you, wrong. women aren't funny. It's not that they're not funny. It's just that it was a shitly written film. It's like it was a bad f- film. Yeah, you could have put fucking anyone in it. It would have been a bad film. You could have yeah. put the original Ghostbusters in it. Bad film. And it would have been a bad film. <laughs> yeah. And I just feel like I feel like that everybody. Every uh, anyway, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. So sorry, you were carrying on about this film. You were saying that you really liked Joshy because it was all men, and you hated Little Hours because it was all women. 
Um, or something yes, along those lines. Yes. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> I just don't, I don't think the comedy landed, and I think the comedy, I think the comedy was supposed to be all improvisational, and it's it's so subtle as to be like. <sighs> Yeah, I think it's you know? nice to have that every now and then. It's like it's a nice laugh when you're not in the mood for something that's like rompous or raucous. I or... didn't know. I didn't, and that's the thing. I was just like, Ugh. that's fair. All right, it's a it's a very specific yeah. type of humor. And you know, when you're supposed to be laughing and you're not, it's worse. I don't think that, that there's any moments in this film where you're like definitely meant to be laughing. It's more just as long as you're enjoying mm. yourself. Which I found myself doing throughout the whole film. Mm. You know what I mean? There was never a point yeah, where I'm yeah. like, what am I doing with my time? Fred Armisen, reading the fucking, reading the sins. I was crying. Yes. Aubrey Plaza rolling her eyes. <laughs> Witchcraft. <laughs> I had to pause it. I was fucking yeah, yeah. dead. That was good. That was good. <laughs> did, you just, did you just roll your eyes at me? <laughs> You're rolling your eyes at me? Eating blood. Oh, eating yeah. Blood. Do you think I've ever had to write eating blood? Do you in think I've ever had to write this sentence? <laughs> it's fucking incredible. There's a John C. Riley being the fucking drunk, the drunk priest. John C. Riley when he's told off by the archbishop about for, oh you know, my God. adultery, and then goes goes outside and sees <laughs> the abbess who he's been having the affair with, and he's all sad, and he leans in to kiss her, and the archbishop comes out. He's like, "What are you doing? What the hell are you we doing? We just talked about this. You were crying in there." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, okay, they're, they're, like those guys are fucking well and good, but as far yeah. as comedy goes, right, Aubrey Plaza just being, going, mm. just being annoying for the sake of being annoying, like when she's sweeping the path, like you see Alison Brie trying to mentor like a young a young nun, and then Aubrey Plaza is just sweeping and then gets yes. closer and closer. Yeah, yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, Sorry, yeah. what? I can't, just deliberately getting in her way. Just being a dick for the sake of being a dick. It was like, it's just it, it appeals to me on a very fundamental nature. Yeah, totally. You know totally, what I mean? Because you are a dick. I am I, a dick and I love yeah. being a dick for the sake of being a dick. And especially if it makes me laugh, but no one else. That's where I shine. <laughs> I feel like Dave Franco, uh, he gets raped a lot in this film, which I, is I think, problematic. Yeah. It's a bit aggressive. I mean, he's held at knife point and made to have sex with two women. That, I mean, and then in sort all fairness, of gets, so... and then even more offensively, sort of gets into it after a while. He does kind of get it... into it. That's super weird. <laughs> right? He's just right? sort of like, oh, they're not trying to kill me. They're just trying to fuck me. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As if to say, hey, it's, it's, it's all fine as long as they change their mind halfway through. Like, it's, if you gender switch, switched it, it would be super problematic. Yeah, I think you're looking at it as in, like, there was, there's no thing. This is like... I, to be faithful to the fucking novel of a mm-hmm. 1300s witch mm-hmm. trying to perform a fertility ritual, I think it's probably on point for the 1300s. I'm just saying in the 1300s, he wasn't raped at knife point. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. No one's read that book, Rob. So no one no, knows. No one has read that book <laughs> apart from Jeff Bain. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, gender gender switch that and it's problematic. I had an idea for... I get what um, you're saying. If, you, if we should gender switch, the, you know, the original Predator movie. I already know where this is going, and I'm uncertain of how t- how this is going to pan out. Right, imagine I'm in for the ride. Though. Imagine an all female Predator movie, rather than I'm Jesse Ventura. You've got Jesse Armstrong or whoever she is, um, <laughs> <laughs> right? <Sure. laughs> and it's a load of women in the jungle. Who would and you the cast predator, in this though? Um, 
Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney Weaver is a good. That was my first choice. Yeah, she'd be the Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, um, sort of stand-in. Yeah, uh, Melissa McCarthy. Would, okay, would, she'd be the would play Carl Weathers. Sure, <laughs> she'd be, she'd play a good Carl Weathers. Yeah, she would. Yeah, um, and then I just have the James Franco would be the sex predator. Ooh, and he'd that's be fitting. Like, He's yeah, almost yeah. born for that role because exactly. he is, in fact, a, a sexual sex predator. predator. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the thing is, is that he wouldn't be able to go invisible. It's just his his actions would be invisible to society. <laughs> oh, so they, my they, <laughs> so they, oh my god! Oh my god! So they'd all be there, be like, he's doing this, and people would be like, I don't see it. No. I just <laughs> think women talking, but with a lot more guns. <laughs> Fuck me. Oh, I knew it was going to be bad. I didn't know it was going to be that bad, though. I think they already made that movie, just IRL, right? Yeah, 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 they did. Yeah. I think it was a, it was like a play, you know, like how Joaquin Phoenix did I'm Still Here, where he just character yeah, yeah. acted for three years and everyone thought he'd gone off the rails and trashed his career. <laughs> I, I think Franco film. shot that movie, but it just it's yet to be released. You know what I mean? Wait, wasn't it a Franco that shot uh I'm still here? Shut the fuck door. Are you being serious? No, wait, no, it's Casey Affleck. Sorry. Yeah, I, I was gonna say confused. Yeah. I got brothers confused. Alright, 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 yeah. It's, it's difficult when both of them have a more famous sexually abusive brother. It's very easy to get confused. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what do you do? Well, I'm the less famous, less attractive, less attractive younger brother of a of a famous piece of shit. Jesus Christ, Rob! <laughs> do you know what you just did to that joke? What you Alec Baldwin did? I did. You killed it, mate. You Didn't absolutely check the killed it. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that we've got all of the essentially every sex pest joke out. Every Bolden actually is actually like a killer now. Like he's a yeah, yeah, yeah. proper murderer. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna get a little teardrop tattoo. Little teardrop tattoo. <laughs> 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 makeup artists are gonna have to work on it every day. Be like, why has he got a lot of foundation under that eye? And the makeup artist is gonna be like, the number of tattoos under that eye. Yeah, yeah. Don't ask that fucking question. Don't ask that fucking question. And yeah, yeah. check the prop department. All right. If there's guns on this movie, get the fuck out of the way. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be like Vigo Mortensen at Eastern Promises. His back's oh. just going to tell a story of all his crimes. <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah, the cast, the cast in this, in, uh, in this film, back on to the fucking, the little hours. The cast is amazing. I think having an incredibly strong mm. female cast. Molly Shannon is one of the funniest people on the planet. Like, un- un- She's hilarious. unarguably. Aubrey Plaza. Hilarious embracing the chaos Aubrey plaza is funny but uh, she ten i think she's been typecast as that dickhead character i don't it's not even what she says mm. in this film for me it's a fa- it's a reactions like it's the it's the the facial acting like the physical yeah. acting that she does you know at the beginning where like alison brie is obviously like the rich mm. kid of the group and she's there and she's like oh i'm only here until i can find a husband and then i get to get whisked away to yeah yeah you know live out the rest of my life and it's gonna be magical and whimsical and she sort of gets, she sees her dad and her dad's like, look, maybe that's not your mm. life. Maybe you just stay yeah. here and this is your life. And your sister, who's got the husband and kids, is really happy. And that's the life for her, but not for you. <laughs> and there's like a moment where she's snapped and she's like, well, nothing mm-hmm. matters. This is all bullshit. Life doesn't mean anything. And Kate McCucci starts throwing turnips <laughs> at the at the gardener. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's all like, what is this? This shit? You want us to eat <laughs> shit? And starts throwing these fucking turnips. 
And then I... Aubrey Plaza gets involved and like tries to egg the situation yeah, yeah. on, being like, yeah, you fucking creep. You fucking creep. Get the fuck out of here. Don't fucking talk to us. And at that moment, when Alison, when uh, like Alison Brie mm-hmm. snaps and she joins in and goes around and starts kicking the shit out of the fence <laughs> and slapping the the axe into the wood, Aubrey Plaza's face is so mm-hmm. joyous and is so like excited, like a little kid on yeah. Christmas. And it just, I I think it, Kate McCucci, now you mentioned her, is the is the unsung hero of this film. I think she's oh, the funniest she one the for creme me. De la creme she, I saw, I first saw her in. Um, Kate Micucci I first saw in Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities, where she really yeah she's fucking great in it. That's she, a really recent thing, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So she did uh, okay. she did an episode about um she's like a fit. Uh, no, I mean it's a recent discovery for you, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, fuck. This, is, that's, this is the second thing I've seen Kate Micucci in. She might be my new favorite person. Uh, mate, I will send you the TV show that she did called Garfunkel and Oates, and it's about a comedy duo <laughs> band trying to make it, <laughs> okay. and it is incredible. Yeah, and I'm into that. All right. All right. All praises for Kate Micucci. Dave Frank or James Franco? Who's pretty? Oh, who's prettier? De- uh, James. James by a long way. Comically wrong. No. James. Dave looks like the fucking eagle from the Muppets. James. Yeah, but James just looks like someone melted Dave. Yeah, Dave would benefit from a melting in my in my. James life. looks like he's been sitting too close to the radiator. Dave <laughs> looks like he's been sitting in the perfect in like the middle of a perfectly I think heated room. I think free market economics has decided that James is the more desirable of the two. If you look at the fucking market value of our, I, mm, well, I mean, until recently, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that that's market value. <laughs> it, well, it dropped precipitously around about December the 22nd, <laughs> didn't it? <laughs> yeah, there was a lot. That market There was a crashed. lot that happened that crashed that one. <laughs> you find sex pests sexy. What can I say? I like bad boys. <laughs> World War Two documentaries are difficult for me. It's <laughs> a tough wank for anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, <laughs> fuck me! Just watching documentaries right. on Stalin, like. <laughs> <laughs> and what did he do? Oh, <laughs> say it again. <laughs> oh, he's so carefree and doesn't care about the rules. <sighs> Attenborough could step in at any time and stop this tiny gopher being eaten alive, but he doesn't. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) And I'm back in the room. Sorry, I just blacked out for a second there. What happened? What are you rating it? Oh, um, hmm. Difficult, this. Okay. I'm going to rate your cup of tea. Yeah, even though it categorically should be. It's my cup of warm Evian. Um,. Uh, Such a posh way to say hot water. <laughs> Just say hot water. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because I went in with the expectations that of Evian. Like, oh, this is expensive and it's been flown from France. Uh, you know, Evian's not expensive. That's like the quid bottle. I'm, I grew up. Uh, as much as it it angers you to recognise the fact that I grew up poor because I'm so much better in every way. Evian, <laughs> <laughs> all right. I just love a good sex pest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ev- continue, this, <laughs> continue this statement. Evian still seems posh to me in the same way that, like we said, um, you know, after eight and and the the wavy ice cream whose name I forget. No, you don't. What's the fucking called? You the one that exactly comes in the block. I can see it on your face. You know, what I genuinely called. wait. You know what it's called? I do, but I don't think it's going to be engaging listening. Think to Italy, Vianetta. Vianetta. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I still think Vianetta's posh. Yeah. I still think, and I still think Evian's posh. I'm like, ooh, ooh, it's been flown from France. It must be <laughs> delicious. And that's how the, the what I got into with this film. I'm like, ooh, it's based on a 13th century novel. 
This must be spicy. I told you not to do that. Then, I told you not to do yeah. that. Specifically, I said that you're going to enjoy it, but for not the reasons that you expect. Well, no. I, you went in being like, I, I am going to enjoy it for the reasons I expect. Yes. Yes. Because I I'm, put you not enjoying this down onto you. Yes, as All do right. I. As do I. I it's, my, it's, it's, very, it's entirely my fault for having taste. Um, <laughs> I'm going to rate this a five and a half. That's not as bad as I thought. Well, it's it's impossible to hate. It's, it's much rice lower cakes. than mine. Yeah, right. It's, it's rice cakes. It's technically food. This is like get. It's technically food. This is like getting angry at the at the wallpaper on a new laptop. Oh god, they do piss me off. <laughs> they do piss me off. Though. Uh, have you ever wondered what it would be like to walk up these steps near the Isle of No? <laughs> Just let me log in. <laughs> And then the thing that really pisses me off is you can click, you can actively click anywhere else on the screen mm. to not hit the little text box that brings up Bing, because who the fuck uses Bing anymore? Is this some sort of? And I click away from it. Windows joke it, that I'm no, too, it happened this too morning. Rich to understand from my yeah, Apple you, lifestyle, you're my posh boy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> I applied myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Uh, what are you I've got in? no comeback because it's actually it's, it's exactly that. Um... <laughs> I think I'm going to go six and a half. I'm going to go six and a half purely for A, the cast is incredible. B, it's a super niche movie. I think it's an important indie film, not for cinema mm. as a whole, because that's a ridiculous statement, but more for uh, it shows you that you can write about literally fucking anything. Yeah. It doesn't have to appeal to anyone. It can no. appeal to the nichest, the, the most narrow. Yeah spectrum of people that exist and you can still get a cast like john c Riley, molly shannon fucking that's Kate good yeah yeah alison pretty for a moment there, a, I it's thought, a nice thing i thought you when you said it's an important film i was like for fucking cinema like no this is a defining I, no everyone was like Do you <laughs> yeah, know what yeah this is people at fox studios were like we need other little hours because that yeah, shit this is where was a great on set yeah, really yeah. really came into its own the amount you know of tax I mean? we were able to write off on this utter flop up until 2017, cinema was just an experiment. And then the little hours solidified what it meant to yeah. be cinema. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no. Okay. But it's just fun to have like a super weird movie that you... Name me another movie that's about fun nuns. Carry on than, the convent. Is that a real one? Yes. Okay. I was going to say other than Sister Act and Sister Act 2. Yeah. Both very much better films than this. And they are very fun nuns. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's Whippy Goldblum. Whippy Goldblum, Everyone loves man. a bit of Whippy. Everyone loves a bit of, well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to make that joke. Yeah, that was good. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What are we doing next week, Rob? We are going to take a little dip into the fun end of my film taste. Because I feel like, so far, I've given you lock, which was a deliberate stress test, right? It was a traffic report. Yeah, how far can we push this, Ben? Until this Ben breaks. That film that actually made me... I'd, like, I had to study... Yeah, yeah, yeah. ...to prep for that film. Then uh, we went with Stutz to see how far this Ben will bend. Yeah, I had to fucking study for that film as well. Can yeah, we just yeah. have one where I could, like, just watch a film, make some notes, and have a good time? No, because this one... <laughs> <laughs> this one is very, very, very fun. It's possibly one of my favourite films of 2022. That's a bold statement. But it's filled with a lot of timey-wimey nonsense. Right. It's going to require a little bit of paying attention, which I know you don't do when you watch a film because you've got three screens going on. I do pay attention. And you do it while you're doing something else. 
That's why you have to watch. <laughs> I'm it. listening to you and I'm reading something right now. Yeah, but yeah, I do yeah, pay yeah. attention. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you watch a film whilst doing eight other things and then wonder why you didn't get it until you watched it for the third time. So, Everything Everywhere All at Once is our next film. All right. Everything Everywhere All at Once. And it is. Mwah, it's got so much fun, so much heart, and it's a proper, absolute slice of genius writing. And all the effects were done by a team of two people on a home computer. It is insane. Okay. Um, and I can't wait for everyone good. to join us for it. Yeah, it's going to be good, man. I'm looking forward to watching it three times because I'll be distracting myself with other bullshit. Yeah. And then uh, sitting down and studying what all the uh, the different timelines and shit like mean. There is, there, is, there is depth for days, but... I'm excited for you to see it because on the first watch, you get a load out of it without needing any of that depth. It is a film that you can enjoy without having to think about at all. There was, and then the more you think about it, the more it gives you. There was something in that sentence that you just said to me, though, that I need to just, just quick quiz on. Mm. The first time you watch this through, you don't really need mm. any of that. Mm. Are you implying that I need to watch this more than once? I know. You don't. I'm saying... I'm going to... Because if you've you just do, said that, but I just wanted to make sure whether it. that was like a subtle little like plant the seed now, so that it's like a tenet. No, thing. no, no. I'm just saying you'll enjoy it every time you rewatch it. You'll enjoy okay, it more. Tenet, you. you won't enjoy. No, tenet, you will enjoy on the first watch. You just won't understand at all. You'll be like, that was fireworks. That was incredible visual fireworks. Yeah. But what the fuck is the plot? Okay, that's tenet. This one, everything, everywhere, all at once. You get ninety nine percent of it on the first rewatch. And then every time you watch it again, you get another 10% until you end up with 200% of a film. And it's... Mwah. Imagine if I... Chef's kiss. Watch Tenet once and just knock out of the park. Like, I just understand it immediately. Like, just everything I'd makes perfect sense. <laughs> I'd immediately kill myself. <laughs> everything that I am would crumble. <laughs> I'm going to go watch Tenet, like... It'd be like, it'd be like Thanos snapped. I'd uh, just turn to dust yeah. <laughs> with a... Sound effect. Yeah, it's just this, isn't it? And then you're like, no. (laughs) Just fade out. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us this week on the Every Movie Ever podcast. I've been Ben Groves. I've been Rob McFarlane. We love each and every one of you. We really fucking do. It's an absolute pleasure to hang out with you. Next week, we'll be back with Everything Everywhere All at Once, where Rob will be trying to sell me on his weird hot dog finger movie. Woo! (laughs) Join us on your socials of choice. We're on Instagram. We're on TikTok. We're on Twitter, though we never use it. We're on Facebook, though we never use it. And we're on Discord, which is about as busy as a pedo's funeral these days. But hey... Come join in. We've got free stickers to give you. And anybody that joins the Discord is going to be getting a sticker mailed to them if they send me a little message via Discord. We're going to start doing movie nights in Discord as well. I'm going to be streaming some fucking whatever movies we're watching. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Get online. Join the... ah. Get online. Interact in the Discord. I'll make it worth your while. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Franco. Calm down. <laughs> Consume. Consume. I sounded like a ghost then. Did I sound like a ghost? You did sound like a ghost. <laughs>